Welcome back to Desert Island Dictator. This week, my guest is the wonderful Martin Willis. Uh, Martin runs Objectively Funny, which is a comedy promotion and booking company. Um, I think more... Uh, it's, sorry, I should also mention they're also a producer and they create their own shows. Um, they take other people's shows up to comedy festivals. They put on loads of great events all around London and also around the country. Um, I think one of the things that sets them apart from other production companies are that uh, they have a real emphasis on the mental health and well-being of performers, which is something that that uh, Martin finds very important. Oh my God, what is happening with my words today? Will I edit this? No. No, 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 no. This is not a part of the part for that. Uh, there will never be any edits, never be any stops, never be anything. Just pure unadulterated me, your host, Jacob Hatton. What a guy. Anyway, um, we had a really nice chit-chat. Uh, he's a great guy, and I really hope that very soon, and um, fingers crossed, it looks like it really is soon. Uh, in the next few months, uh, we'll be seeing more objectively funny shows, in which case, check them all out. Uh, in the meantime, I bring you Martin Willis. to desert island dictator my guest this week is the wonderful martin willis hey man hey hey Hey. Um, martin owns the objectively funny which is a brilliant comedy production company uh in the before time so for for future for future listeners who, who are huge fans of mine and are listening to back episodes of this podcast uh there was a time where we could do nothing but it is you know great job for being from the future when not only am i smashing it but the company objectively funny is both cornering cornering the industry in live comedy production with innovative and brilliant new acts uh, and also simultaneously taking care of the mental health of those acts and the scene in general and uh, that's that's what's happening in the future and i'm very yeah i'm very excited to get there but lovely i mean yeah. that is that is that is the goal um yeah i'm also a millionaire by the way oh uh, yeah if you're listening in the future yeah. uh, we it turns out that uh live comedy and mental health support both of them actually became extremely uh, lucrative industries out of nowhere so uh, it's been a it's been a big few years wow uh, in the yeah. future yeah can't wait can't wait honestly man <laughs> like i hope you let i hope you'll lend me a fiver who knows but like you know what? <laughs> i'll be making my own money too somehow uh i'll be making my money out of this podcast i yeah. think probably the largest and most and but the largest sponsors in the land will, will simultaneously become very ethical companies too so i don't feel bad about taking their money we'll begin yeah. sponsoring the podcast uh the world will become great yeah um, ideal sorted sweet yeah, yeah. it's fantastic um so for the for the yeah so uh martin runs objectively funny um i think you mentioned that you wanted to talk a little bit about a zine that you're currently producing as well yes so yeah just um just that just that it's the one thing (laughs) that we've been able to sort of continue doing uh in the last year um we've been uh it's just a a place where we've been commissioning writers uh or well commissioning comedians and people who work in comedy to write for us while while they can't really do uh all that much comedy and and write about either their experience with mental health in in different ways or or just you know write something silly um and that we can continue to sort of create work for people while while they're you know (laughs) while while the world is 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 what it is yeah um and that's and that's been a lot of fun we have we have thank god finally been been putting on a couple of shows as well which has um they're fun aren't they comedy shows yes yes yeah remember that 
Uh, you missed that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I, I, I would do anything for like, even, I, even the really bad ones are acquiring a kind of tinge of nostalgia to me. Like, I wish I was in this, this one gig I did in Brighton where I turned up and I was like, I, um, where's the, where's the, where's the show? And they're like, oh, it's just right here. And they point at it. <laughs> The only thing, the way I can describe this pub is it's like, you know, those large, like, weather spoons that are sort of semi bars, semi pubs with like dance floors. And it had like nine fruit machines and 15 yeah. TVs that were all tuned to kind of like um, Sky Sports News and then another sports channel like ESPN or something like that at the same time with people watching that. But like people just having dinner with their families. And then I noticed just in the middle of the tables that had been set up and people just having dinner with their friends, there was just a single solitary microphone just on that. <laughs> and I was just like oh, and, and like not only that, I clocked uh I clocked secondly that there was no uh the club was playing the pub was playing music and there was no apparent PA system around the mic and I realized what was going to happen is they were going to plug me with no introduction just into this huge like cavern pub just own PA system where they do like play the music and bar announcements and like I was like do people know this is happening and they're like yeah we've put up a poster and I found the poster <laughs> and it was outside in the smoking area A4 uh on one table wrapped round one of the poles and it just said comedy Tuesday. And I was just like... <laughs> oh man, what a time to be alive. Yeah. I, yeah, I missed that. Those, those, uh, those, I that. <laughs> the ground floor of a uh, pub. I remember, I remember once doing a gig when I was in a, in my double act loose Bree where we, um, we, we were in the ground floor of a pub and it was FA Cup final day and we were in North London. So everyone had just come from Wembley and there were all these like hammered football fans um, just with like obviously no interest in, in a comedy show being put in front of them. Um, and it was just horrifying to watch. I mean, we were lucky because there's two of us, we would literally do stuff like, I would get on Phil's knee. I would. I would get on Phil's yeah. shoulders, and then we'd cause a goddamn scene. Um, and you, you can you can make people look at you, and when there's two of yeah. you, if you're just on your own, it is very hard to well, compete for attention. And you and Phil, uh, you and Phil are kind of do, do quite a lot of. At least you had like a level of like physical comedy or something mm. to your act that, at some level, you can you can fit to the sort of drunk people who just want something to look at. I yeah. <laughs> was just interrupting people's dinners uninvited and really, but just, to, I, I actually did. So that, that in that gig, I actually, I tried to do, I, I thought I paid for the train ticket. I was, it's happening. Uh, so I thought I'll try it about two minutes in. Someone tapped me on the shoulder and they were just like, we're trying to eat dinner. And I was like, you know what? I, <laughs> I agree with you. You're like, I didn't, Get if out. I was in that pub and a gig just started around me, I'd be fucking furious. Like, <laughs> I just ordered nachos. I don't want to listen to you. I want to <laughs> sit with my family and eat nachos. I don't want to listen to this guy talk about his dating life. It's such a weird. <laughs> was, was this a, was this like a preview show? Like a, like an hour? Uh, yeah, so it was, yes, uh, no, it was, yes and no. It was like someone organized this gig in Brighton where they just pre-festival where they were like okay you can do like a bit of your show right. but they hadn't it was it was one of those there's 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 a whole there were I, rem, I recall when there were gigs there was a whole genre of these where they were like gigs that seemed to have been organized by someone who was furious about the who wanted to have comedy but was furious about the idea of it and wouldn't do anything to ensure that it was a success and you're like why have you done this <laughs> just because <laughs> there's like a whole there was just like a whole like whenever you came came in, you'd turn up, you'd sort of pitch up, and then you'd be like, okay, so can you just let me know like what the deal with this? And they just act so at they're just they're just I don't know. There's like a level of anger which I felt was really strange, given that they were the ones who'd invited us to do it. You know, like <laughs> the level of like, we're talking about, mate. It's just here. What do you want? I'm like, why? Why have you decided to do? This? Like, <laughs> why are you so upset with me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really odd. <laughs> 
Uh, well, <laughs> I guess. Fun. Good times. You know what? I'm a, yeah, I miss it. Miss yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I would I would absolutely take that right now. Yeah. I uh, I even miss I miss uh, railway services. No, uh, I miss motorway <laughs> services too. Uh, I miss um, them for about five minutes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think like there was a, there was a real there was a real treat and a, and a joy to be had in in so many things that were just absolutely sort of re- ranging from either odious or you know just awfully mundane which mm. which as soon as they're back will be there'll be like a week where we're like ah oh, this again and then within a, <laughs> within within just a few days we'll be like oh my oh god yeah. <laughs> people are disgusting they're everywhere yes exactly and i will say to certain promoters of certain free fringe venues uh <laughs> on the back of this don't think that just because I've been, it's been away and I miss everything that you think is acceptable. This is an acceptable way to present a venue that people have paid thousands of pounds to spend a month in. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, they might not have paid you, but they've certainly paid thousands of pounds to be there. Don't treat them like a dickhead for doing it. That's yeah. my, that's just Please. my thoughts for the people who will not <laughs> listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know what? They probably will as well. They've got some like Stassi who will like listen to every piece of content and be like, <laughs> "Never again for you." I mean that but, uh, that would be that would be, uh, and I mean this uh, with the greatest of love and respect to everyone uh, that I share the comedy industry with. That would be the the worst job I could possibly imagine. Yeah, <laughs> wading <laughs> wading through every every podcast idea that someone had during lockdown. You know, your entire life would be would be just swamped immediately with uh with mediocre comedians uh with the half baked ideas which um, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, cheers. No, no, no. mediocre comedian with half baked idea at your service um... <laughs> hey i mean i'm a mediocre comedian that couldn't even come up with an idea so i've <laughs> I've, yeah. I've got to be a guest <laughs> but the thing is you haven't been doing it. You, you haven't been co- not coming up with ideas. You haven't been running your comedy company. You haven't been doing any of these things. Because the problem is, Martin, is that three years ago, you were marooned on a desert island. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, fast forward three years, you now rule the island with an iron fist. So thank you for allowing me to come and interview you. How, how should I address you? My liege, my lord, uh, um, your majesty? We all call each other buddy. Yeah? But, we all go by buddy. Buddy, just buddy, buddy Martin, or just uh, just buddy, just buddy. Everyone's just buddy. buddy. Uh, it gets buddy. confusing at uh, dinner parties, but um, but yeah, we all go, we all go, my buddy. Yeah, it's good. It's a gender neutral term as well, buddy. Yes, I think. good. Yes, absolutely. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm someone who uses bro or lads quite, quite a lot, and I will yeah. say to be fair, in my head, that bro lad and dudes i do use in a very gender neutral way however if you are someone that would prefer to be addressed as something else i do instead in i do reflexively use it without thinking about that so I kind of... <laughs> yeah yeah i have similar problems with man oh yeah 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 uh it's too, it's too easy because it's just punctuation yeah you sort of forget that it means you know, <laughs> man yeah <laughs> but what does that mean um <laughs> Well, actually, you know, <laughs> if you would like to be, if you if you would like to not be defined that way, you choose, you reserve that right to it. Um, well, buddy, thank you for allowing me to be on your island. Um, now, as I understand it, over the last few years, you've made some major changes to the way that this this island is administered. And what I was hoping you could do is you could tell the world a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um yeah, I mean, uh, so I've yeah been in been in power here for a little while. It's going it's going pretty well actually. Um, it was I was I was democratically elected at first, uh, I think. Um, I can't <laughs> I can't imagine I can't imagine there was much of a coup. Um, uh, and now it's a uh, North Korea answer, is it? We were democratically elected at first. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the name, People's Democratic <laughs> Republic of, but. Uh... <laughs> And I've been getting ninety eight percent in every election yeah. since, apparently. Yeah. Um, but I uh, no, we've uh, it's yeah, it's, it's it's been a great few years. We've we've got some some landmark policies that have uh, really, I think, made a made a big difference to 
to the landscape uh and and i think you know people seem to really be be getting on board obviously there's a bit of resistance some of our policies were a bit um tough to take uh right. for for some i look forward uh, to that <laughs> <laughs> But you know, one thing one thing we have maintained, uh, which I think really helps, is that you know people are free to leave. Uh, so yeah. you know, we it, it, we we are rigidly adhering to my uh, to my policy. But if you don't like it, you can you can fuck off at any time. And I, yeah, and I think you don't that's like important. it, mate. You don't like it on this island. You can get the fuck out of here, mate. You don't like our flag. <laughs> don't like our rules. Don't speak our language, mate. Just fuck off, all right? Like doors there, mate. That's what uh, very. <laughs> Very Daily Mail of you. Very yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except the difference is that these people were born here, uh, yes. and I'm I'm the immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the way I'm changing things. You can fuck off, man. <laughs> Get out. You can fuck off back to my country. Yeah, fuck off back to my country. <laughs> bring your stuff. See who see who assimilates more. That's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, one thing you could help me with actually, which I've I've, I've struggled to ascertain. We don't have a great um. Uh, sense of geography on the island. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, yeah. Where whereabouts globally are we? It's quite hard. Uh, it's quite hard to tell, sort of off the top of my head. It's it's warm. It's warm. Um, I would which say is nice. I, okay, so I would say that you are somewhere in the Caribbean or nice. Caribbean for our American listeners, uh, which means that you will have occasional natural disasters. But yeah. but but the trade off for that is it's lovely, literally ninety percent of the time. Like yeah. that's. That's as far as that's my general judgment. I've never actually been to anywhere there, but that's my general judgment. It see, appears to be lovely, like ninety percent of the time. Occasional, apps utter horror, but that's yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that sounds that sounds uh, sounds like the world, doesn't it? Yeah. I am. Um, do do we? Uh, one thing that we don't have that there, there hasn't been a great. Um, uh, they they the the libraries. Uh, had sort of uh, burnt down seemingly before I came. That there, there's not been a great archiving. Um, is there? What was there a previous sort of colonial history that I should be sort of uh, aware of of addressing uh, at some point? Well, if you if you would like there to be for your own rules, then there may be. Uh, I would I... really rather. If we if we can avoid any sort of like previous colonization on this island, yeah. if we can, if I, I'd I'd much rather that none of the people were brought here, you know, against their wishes. Yes. Um, what I would do is what I would do, and I'm aware that me as a sort of white British person inventing this podcast, there is a sort of level of colonialist fantasy to it. But at the same time, what I what I would hope is that the listeners will remove themselves as much as they can from the real world and think about the sort of potential <laughs> brutalized people who might be on this fictitious Caribbean island. Yeah, that, indeed. Like, indeed. And that I mean, two British men are coming over to and just be like, now it's our way. But it's not <laughs> it's not yeah. that way. It's just it's a, a, a fantastical construct, but it's also very real and you do really run that's the yeah yeah, yeah no i do yeah. of course live here and um, uh, i mean the good th the good thing is i you know as as a half indian uh man um I'm very very much uh ensconced you're yeah, very very much a, a a child of of colonialism um so i'm really batting for both teams on this one um so i will sort of uh maintain that um yeah. But no, yeah, I, I would say I would say I, I don't really have any policies directly regarding it. Just um, just ideally, uh, if we, you know, historically hadn't been involved in 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 slavery and, and in sort yeah, of, great, you know, yeah. murder and, and all, all of those sort of things. If we if we could not have done that, I'd probably yeah, prefer it. You, you, you haven't you, your people have done none of that. You know, I wish in the real world I could wish that away, too. But. <laughs> whoops so um <laughs> that is that is i i i think i think i think just kind of broadly on a um on a policy level yeah. i think uh whoops is, yeah. is, is, a, is a is a pretty strong i think that's i mean that's that's the sort of conservative party yeah. line on on uh whoops what do you want me to do now <laughs> i think that's i think the thing that i find most insulting about their their view of things it's more it's not the like whoops it's more the oh well what do you want me to do about it it's like well mm -hmm. actually quite a lot yeah i think yeah, is actually, the answer 
actually, actually, there's, actually, actually there's loads. <laughs> there's actually loads, and people would be okay with it. Like people would be okay with it if you even did a the tiniest amount. They wouldn't yeah. like people aren't like most people aren't like mental. They're not just like we expect everything, but they do expect something. And yeah. I think that's the it's like, no, hey, if we do something, we've got to do something else. And you're like, yes, that's the <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, fuck it, of course. That's, that's so, government. <laughs> that's how it works, right? You, you have to yeah. do stuff sometimes. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's I think there's a whole sort of yeah, I mean, I mean, there are sort of large, large, large swaths of the government who think that like teaching uh, British history uh, and its sort of true extent, i.e., teaching you know the the uh, awful aspects mm. of colonialism, that that doing so would be uh, in some way to, to the detriment of the greatness of uh, this fine yeah. nation i don't really understand um, that because i don't think that it will make a difference at all to how people think because i think that like at some like i would like to think if people were educated that they would be nicer but i don't think that's really true and the reason i think that is because we i actually am one of the few people like when people say oh, i didn't study any of that like i actually did uh mm-hmm. because we did just because of the module like the, it is on the basically it is on the curriculum but you have to take history to like a level and do mm-hmm. the right modules to do it and so we did uh we did the raj the slave triangle uh the night and uh and i did um 19th century politics which is a lot of, it's not all of it but it's a chunk of it and like yeah most of it, like the, there are people in my class who will still be like who will be like oh, i never learned anything about in history i'm like you did loads of you just you were just trying to you were just trying to finger people like i don't know what you weren't listening <laughs> I don't want to tell you that. And also, like, what do you tell it for a fourteen-year-old? Like, what do you even tell him? Like, you, how do you impress the? When it comes to slavery, you you do learn it in a very kind of. I don't really know how else to describe it. Like, you watch a, you, you fucking, you, you're like teacher who's like half checks out their job, sticks roots on the like DVD mm. roots DVD on, and then you what, and then you do like a thing about like how they got them to like how else, and it was and it was miserable and awful. But you can't like. A fourteen-year-old is not gonna like really take like a great mar- like you're not gonna make things yeah. better, and you're also not gonna make things. But you are definitely gonna make things worse by covering it up. I think that's yeah. where it like you want people aren't gonna suddenly turn into like, un- like the Japanese know full well what their empire was like, and yet the modern revisionists party where they want to kind of rearm Japan and kind of re kind of get in is still a big deal. Same with Italy, mm-hmm. same like same with Spain where like there's still everyone knows what happened in Spain. Um in fascist Spain, there's still a lot of fascists in Spain. France mm-hmm. was invaded by Germany. There is still a lot like the um the Front National are still the are currently the main opposition. Like it's you won't make people better, but you will make things worse if you don't. And that's my, my thought. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Well, this, this actually takes me to uh, one of my, one of my landmark policies ah, quite nicely, yes. actually, um, which is uh, we, we've scrapped school grades. There are no, right. there's, there's, there's no school grades uh, based on uh, subject knowledge or intelligence anymore. They've gone uh, all school grading. Now we still teach that, that, that yeah, is still right, taught, yeah. but all, all grading, uh, is based on just uh, if if you if you if you're quite nice to be around, um, and so as such, uh, it's some what some of the protests that, that were against this policy uh, were saying that what we'll end up with is a load of people um, sort of in in charge in in positions of power who are basically um, kind but thick. Um, and that really is ultimately the the goal. Uh, we want we want a load of we want a load of like thick idiots uh, with good hearts um, at the top of uh, of all of our organisations. Because I think I think one of the one of the things that um, sort of most frightens me about the world at large is that um, people are people are, are they have like enough. They are clever. You know, Boris Johnson is, is mm. clever. Trump is he is clever. He, he might. He might have uh, have crafted an image of idiocy over some time, but he—you've got to be clever to get to get to that to get to that point. Um, 
and I think they they're clever and mean. So I want to go. I, we we're we're manufacturing a a nation which will go mm. completely in the opposite direction. There, everyone's thick as pig shit. But my God, are they are they kind to each other? <laughs> so they, um in the. Um... The, the Harry Enfield character, Tim Nice but Dim. But like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, why, yeah, yeah. It seems all right. Like, what, what's, what's not to like? You know? Right? Right? I, uh, what a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, as as obviously now, now that more and more of these people are sort of slowly working their way into the higher echelons of government, you know, it, it does mean for me um, dinner parties are a bit more boring. Um, you know, the, the sort of mm. general level of chat isn't quite quite what it could be but um we just watch films together you know it's fine yeah have a little movie night everyone's great with that as well because they're all himbos and they all look good as well because they're all like himbos right so they're all mm-hmm. just like just guys they're like like one of the um one of the things i find really i think like for listeners who don't really know himbo is like an online is like an online word for a guy who's just like basically very pleasant but also like just like just like just a real normie gym guy who's just like mm. but also like very pleasant now I, I i don't think a lot of the love island cast are just like deceitful snakes so i don't think they really <laughs> fit the mold but i think i don't know like someone who's just like very positive and very nice and like quite muscular but is also just like a little bit dim yeah maybe like rob gronkowski or someone like that i don't know but like <laughs> like all your islands is gonna be full of these guys who are just like they love that that they're like working out they're watching movies they're not that smart but they're you know (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. um i mean what what it has led to as well um which i think is sort of natural is that there are actually a a lot of uh intelligent people in the government there are a lot of people who Mm. who are who were nice but it just they're, they're all women um because uh they they were already sort of being kind to each other and and had a sort of social understanding at a teenage level so they they were already smashing it on their mm. school grades at niceness so they were actually able to to dedicate more time to their education um and actually it does mean that it, it, there are actually loads of uh, very intelligent people in the government but um but they're all just women who 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 weren't uh, weren't focusing too much on uh uh what was it you said earlier fingering people yes yes yeah that yes. obviously some of the women don't don't mind fingering people that just, just just to clarify there are <laughs> you can, anyone can finger anyone that's one of the that's one of the prime we, we've got that that was our slogan when we first ran uh for yeah. government was it's also there. gonna be the episode title <laughs> <laughs> So actually, if I may, that actually does segue quite nicely into one of my other policies. Ah, well, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, We, um, yeah, so we're going to, we've been teaching uh, in schools, we've been teaching teens, uh, particularly teen boys in sexual education uh, about, uh, about the prostate uh, and particularly not just about the existence of the prostate, but um, just how like really great the prostate is uh, (laughs) as like a sexual tool. Um, and we've we've decided we've targeted this particularly at like the horniest age group possible kids that are like going to go home and immediately shut their room and and, and test out the theory um this is both uh so year you know, nine year nine i think we're talking yeah, year nine yeah. year eight to ten yeah um just to sort of sweep up um uh but this is our, what we've what we've found you know in the, in the short time i've been in charge is um toxic masculinity is, is plummeted uh turns out the the closer a man's relationship to to his own anus uh the <laughs> the the lower uh his the toxicity of of his masculinity so i have a sort of anecdote about this uh which is not personal wait, wait, no. <laughs> sure uh, so basically your friend my friend no i attended <laughs> this uh i attended this like sex workshop thing where it was basically it was this this thing that people go to and the idea is that they can go and they can talk openly in like a safe space about sex Mm. and their sexual experiences and so on and the idea is that like you know because people otherwise people get these kind of built up ideas and they kind of don't know what to say or whatever and like the first part of it is that 
basically you got split into two groups like male identifying and female identifying groups and you kind of went into your own just in case you weren't comfortable like, opening up in front of everyone at first. Sure. and you, the idea is you could open up in front of just like other guys or girls or whatever first and then they would bring the groups together and if there's anything that the group wanted to discuss from your conversations and anyway it, i was sat in the men's circle and like um there were people and we sort of went around the circle and people were just like okay if there's anything you just want to talk about just say just bring up with a group and it was you know it was it was stuff from this like normal to the kind of a bit more esoteric and blah 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 and about four guys in this guy just went i just want to get pecked and this (laughs) it was like taking this it was like just taking like a brick out of a dam and the water coming through and then it just going <laughs> because the rest of the circle were just oh my god i'm so glad you've said that <laughs> i just in this group of guys and like all of them and like obviously there were some guys who were who were um bisexual or gay or whatever but like there were a lot of straight men in that group and just so met that the um, the level at which suddenly they were all just like oh my god i just i know it's there and i want it but i, I don't know how to approach it and like <laughs> Oh man, I, I've I've got to tell you, as a um, as as a as a as a queer man, um, queer man. that that really does fill me with with joy <laughs> to hear um, one of the one of the one of my favourite days of lockdown, which I realise is you know a sort of uh, tallest dwarf competition, <laughs> yeah. um, was uh, when my uh my friends and i had a frantic whatsapp conversation we're talking you know the type the type where you quickly get up to like four or five hundred messages in an hour um all of everyone <laughs> everyone going into great detail about the uh the method and uh approach that they use to to masturbate um and this was just over it's like you know seven seven or eight uh boys uh in a whatsapp group over over a single lunchtime and it was one of uh it was it was such a wonderful moment <laughs> in any in any little boy's life um, You're like finally where you realize like <laughs> yeah it was just I like know something everyone, you don't. Ev- everyone's weird right everyone yeah, yeah. every single person does something that you're like oh what's that why did you do that that's horrible you use a sock what's wrong with you <laughs> um but the spit like the the comfort it brings to just be able to actually talk about this stuff as 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 men i i find is like it's actually so like because it because it, you know something like pegging it, i'm sure in a lot of friendship groups a lot of male friendship groups a lot of male environments like you just cannot express that like no. you just want to know what it feels like to have something like a dick in your butthole because this, I, who knows it could be it could be great and you know yeah. what guys it is great <laughs> it's really great really a lot of fun to be had anyway that's my agenda that's- <laughs> <laughs> Set that out early doors. We're gonna teach you. <laughs> See when they say when when they're afraid of when 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 the tabloids are say are afraid of the gay agenda. The thing is, th- there is one. It's coming. It's just that you know, it's, it's pr- quite a lot of people will probably think it's quite fun. So that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The gay agenda is literally just like put your finger up there. <laughs> you might like it. Yeah, that's, that's the entirety. That was and that was our. Uh, that, that was the front page of our manifesto. Yeah. Why um, is uh, why is it being taught exclusively by Italians? Hey, you like it? <laughs> hey, 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 you never know, huh? You know. <laughs> we just find the message it gets across yeah. a lot clearer. <laughs> <laughs> They're already speaking with their hands a lot, you know. It makes yeah. it just makes sense. <laughs> I do, yeah. You can't, you cannot see my hand signals on the for for for, for listeners, but you'll just have to. Um, you'll just have to have to guess him <laughs> he's been signing this entire time yeah <laughs> <laughs> um do you have any further rules that you would like to you would like to discuss i've got a i've got a couple i've got a couple yeah, yeah. um so i i would say probably the the flagship the the, the flagship. uh the one that really got us um in into sort of the uh the public imagination 
was that we started uh, an N- sort of like an NHS, uh, but for interior design. Um, <laughs> this uh. this was started. The idea for this came after I um so uh, a, a friend of a friend. I was I went to their house. Oh, how long ago is this now? Maybe five or six years ago. Um, I went to the house and uh, this dude was sort of like, uh, I don't know, he, he sort of, I think he wrote, he wrote, he wrote sort of about economics or something. He, he was a very, a very plain dude, let's say that. And in the corner, the, the sort of sent the centerpiece of, of the sort of design, the, the, um, atmosphere of his living room as he had these two big um sort of wooden sort of sculptures and they're both words and one of them said relax and the other one said enjoy i've (laughs) never been less relaxed by something (laughs) in my life it's the most it's the most i've ever enjoyed something something so simple that it 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 spoke to me so much of um someone who's literally just walked into a shop and gone yeah i like relaxing and uh, i enjoy things (laughs) i those those words absolutely speak for me I'll, i'll let them i'll put them above the telly um and I think there's a real there's a real issue here, and I think uh, I think this this is this was primarily something for for uh, the men in the country, but but everyone has benefited from it. Um, it's really taken a lot of the uh, domestic burden um, off of off of a lot of uh, uh, of women uh, on the island. Um, and so uh, whenever whenever someone moves into a new home, they get they get assigned uh, a, a doctor of decoration and uh they you know they're talked through and it, and it's all it's all covered it's all covered um so if you need you know if 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 the doctor says you need some you know 3d wallpaper design on on one wall then that's that's that, covered that's, that's all so part that's, of the public budget but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very very beautiful zen spaces that people have that mm-hmm. they can call homes that I'm sorry, but I keep thinking about this <laughs> relaxing <laughs> joy. I just, I tell you what it reminds me of, right? It reminds me of, you know, when you go to like companies, right? And companies have, they've sort of consulted with a management consultancy company and they've come up with like things that are their, their mission, like integrity. Mm. And then they yeah. put it in like big words on the, on the, in the hallway. But the thing is, as soon as they put that, you know that that's not what they are. And it just like, Really, I find it really unsettling when they're just like honesty <laughs> and you're like you are I, I feel like if you have to say it it's not that <laughs> yeah thanks shell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I think I think there, there, there was I, I, I think maybe it is it is exactly that which is that, that there's an attempt to sort of crowbar relaxation and enjoyment into someone's day uh by merely if you if you sort of repeat the words enough and if you, if you like are you relaxing yet then i think, I think you're like, living here but are you <laughs> like you're living here but are you loving here or laughing here i don't think so <laughs> yeah. i think i think it is like the one it is one of very few iterations uh of that sort of that particular that particular sort of corner of the tat world yeah. um which I think sort of outdoes live, laugh, love. It, it doesn't quite have the, you know, repeated memification of live, laugh, love, but I think it uh, manages to say less, which I think is, is, is a, is a real task. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, yes, so- that's what, that's what got us elected that, that particular, that particular uh, policy. Home should be um, beautiful. Homes should be homes should be great places that you can live in. You know, you should mm-hmm. go home and just be like, <sighs> yeah. Some people, and like I say, t- I say this right. A lot of people who I think this is I'm going to sound a little bit judgmental here, but I think a lot of people who believe that they don't need a level of aesthetic in their life are 
lying to themselves and wrong because I think that they <laughs> themselves would be more relaxed in a kind of a more beautiful space or a place you know with plants or thoughts given to the lighting or something like that mm. but they just like they won't accept it they just will be and they won't they won't understand why they feel upset in some rooms and not in others and they're just kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i say this, my, de- my desk's a tip right now but like the my house is nice so. <laughs> yeah 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 i think i think we all i think that is one thing that um lockdown has taught has taught us all which is that like it's okay to have like the one corner like that one corner that we're all i mean we're both in right now yeah. that, like yeah. where you're just like well this is not this isn't a this isn't a happy place to be <laughs> um, but in fact i generally find it's more <laughs> Obviously, I'm so used to this, like, so used to seeing a picture of my own face while I'm doing work so much of the time now that um, actually it's the plants that are behind me that I don't actually see yeah. in their in their flesh for most of the day. Those are the ones that keep me happiest because I'm like, yeah, there is a plant there. That's nice. So I have my, I've got my sort of things. So I've got my like little instrument hanging and I see them mm-hmm. behind and I'm like, yeah, remember you, do, remember re- you do relax. Although... <laughs> It's a, it, it reminds me to relax, but it's not a big word saying relax because that would make me not relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think a guitar says uh, relax and enjoy just uh, in so much more a profound way than the words relax and enjoy ever, ever, ever possibly could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so National Interior Design Service. Yes. Uh, all citizens, all citizens qualify for it. You know, a great, a beautiful bedroom for you to test putting a finger up your bum in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Uh, they try and craft it. You know, we we pay particular attention to the uh, to the teenage to the teenage bedroom and and, and the needs thereof. You know, um, they need a big bin. They've got it. They need to dispose of a lot of <laughs> tissues. We know that. We appreciate that. Um, we we we've, we've built that into the uh, into the finances of the nation. <laughs> What a great, what a great place. Run by, <laughs> yeah, run by lovely guys with nice houses, <laughs> with Where, nice um, houses and really good buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> well oiled buns, <laughs> very slick. Um, <laughs> you got? Is there anything else you would like to bring? We do. We've got the last, we sort, of, we've got the last sort of five minutes ish of the interview now, and so I think yes. anything else you'd like to bring in before we before we bring it to the close i would love to we do have one more one more policy um and this is probably probably the most controversial uh one um it it took a lot of working out uh for us uh, but that that policy is um uh, no baddies <laughs> no. no baddies allowed um it took us a little while to yeah, sort of narrow down see... to what what constitutes a baddie i was I was going to say that is the follow-up question, but like, very good that you got it. You know what? It's kind of like the don't be a dickhead rule. It's like, oh, but what constitutes it? It's like, well, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you know it when you see it. You know, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think I think I think it is very important. It's very important to differentiate. So, for yeah. example, I would say, um, and this is just to use examples that you know everyone everyone will have a sort of frame of reference of. So, for example, uh, Boris Johnson, I would say, not a baddie. Um, not a not a pleasant man. I wouldn't say he's especially welcome uh, in in my country, but um, but not a baddie. He yeah. he's 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 a bit too um, blustery. He doesn't he doesn't quite have the efficiency of a baddie. Mm. Um, I don't I don't think he would last long as the sort of nemesis in a superhero movie. Yeah. However, Pretty Patel, definite baddie. Like evil, evil. Similarly, Trump, don't think he's a baddie, frankly. I think he's a bad person, but I don't think he's a baddie. Steve Bannon looks like he signed a pact with the devil. Like there's something going on there that's not quite human. Um, Baddie. If you've got the, if you've got the kind of, uh, if if you've got that, if you've got the kind of Lex Luthor vibe, Mm. baddie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, immediate baddie, immediate baddie. I would say Jeff Bezos, baddie. 
Yeah. I don't I don't trust it. I don't know what's going on there, but I don't trust it. Baddie, immediate baddie. Mm-hmm. Uh what's going on is bad so that's yeah. and also as your own island you can probably you're in a pretty advantageous position to avoid amazon so you know the only <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um and we do also have a we've got we've also got a minor policy which is that um any, anyone that doesn't any any major organization any large organization that doesn't pay their taxes on our country uh we have we send out like vpns and other sort of codes so that everyone can still benefit from their products uh while not uh, actually giving them any money so we so we do still uh benefit from the good service of amazon but we've we've worked out a, a few sort of hacks and ways around it so that we don't have to have to pay them until they pay their taxes which <laughs> yeah. is yeah <laughs> it's a bit of fun. But I think actually a really good a good rule of thumb for the Caribbean island baddie test is do you control are you the sort of person that would consider moving to one of these Caribbean islands in order to avoid the tax but your personal tax burden? Yeah. If you are, there's a very good chance that you're gonna there's a very good chance you're gonna pass like obviously it depends where you're coming from. Like mm-hmm. if you're coming from this a place that's inherently corrupt, then mm-hmm. you know uh, that's up to the committee, right? But like, the, the, if you're from like a normal, like a standard place, and you're that kind of guy, very high chance, I think you're probably going to pass the uh, go over the baddie threshold. I think yeah. that's the if you're the yeah. sort of person that's just like, I oh, actually, I think that uh, drinking water should be isn't is a resource that shouldn't be free. Then <laughs> that's very much again we're thinking uh, thinking baddie here, which is the. <laughs> I think we're in. I think we're in baddie territory. I think. I think. I think it screams baddie. Um, and and I, I want to make sure this isn't, you know, a, a politicised. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure that there are, there are, there are, there are baddies. There are baddies everywhere. You know, we, we're we're not just excluding uh, conservative baddies. Um, all baddies. Um, I, I do. I do like that idea though. That um, anyone that I suppose it's a sort of. Um, reversal of that uh is it groucho marx quote the uh any any club uh, i refuse to be a member of any club that would have me i've absolutely uh shredded that um <laughs> but, <laughs> but we any anyone that would want to move to our country uh is probably a baddie and, and so <laughs> is, is rejected as such <laughs> That's a real. That's a real interesting migration question. It's just like, do you want to be here? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's very, it's very, it's a very tricky process to move. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's like the. Uh, it's like you know in America they have that they have the list of questions and one of them is like, have you ever conspired to overthrow the government? And like you're just like, come on. I want to say yes. I want to. I, I don't wanted to say yes more to a question than, than that because I'm like, you know what? I just think it's I, I think it's it's been said enough, but like who's who goes as far as participating in a conspiracy of that level and then getting and then is getting caught out by that? <laughs> ah, I fuck. Absolutely love that. I I I I just really love imagining like uh just the, the the first time it actually works like someone actually takes a yes in that box and they're like we did it we've, we've got one we finally we finally caught one the, the the trick worked we we left that we left that little treat in the middle of that noose in the park for long enough and a rabbit has finally bit i have been told uh by people who work in kind of law enforcement adjacent things that actually to be fair there are a lot of serious like serious crimes are very very difficult to investigate and actually more than you'd think what normally happens is that the serious criminal is really fucking stupid and like Mm -hmm. is like and that puts them on the radar for something else and then because they're on the and then because they've got them they're like oh hang on you're this guy, <laughs> like <they're, laughs> yeah. Like that, like the more than a lot, they get done for like drunk driving or some shit like that, and like they're like, "Hang on, you're you're the web strangler," and like <laughs> yeah. they kind of they have them and they they're like, "Oh shit," because like they just it's actually like it's just so hard to get these investigate, but like people are quite dumb. So yeah. 
especially yeah. honestly people who like are arrogant enough to come to think they're above they're that far above the rules of the land that they can kind of be gods basically mm. that they just sort of after a while they just do some dumb shit and like the police will just you know <laughs> grab them for that but yeah. um so maybe it, <laughs> maybe it does work who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, very plausibly, very plausibly. We'll, we'll give it a go in our uh, immigration yeah. <laughs> um, paperwork. We'll see. We'll see what we can make of it. I would. I think I would have. Uh, I think if I would have open borders for everyone except explicitly Pretty Patel. I'd just be like, <laughs> you can come. You can all come. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, she her her sort of um, uh, like. I don't think she would ever leave the U. She gives the vibe that she would ne- she could never conceive mm. of leaving the UK. I mean, despite obviously being, you know, the child of immigrants, um, and I, I, I think there's something there's something particular. I, I, I particularly there's something particularly fascinating to me about Pretty Patel as as a half Indian person, mm. you know, as as someone I, I, Rishi Sunak also again. Oh, is Rishi Sunak a baddie? So interesting. I, anyway, I think yes, <laughs> but I have my I have reasons that are longer than time we have left in the podcast. And it, <laughs> yeah, would also, it would also like really, <laughs> honestly, it would also like really derail it. You know, when you're like, ah, I will talk about this, but it's like it'll be like the first half, it'll be about your island, and then the next half will be me ranting about monetary policy. Going, <laughs> oh yeah, cool. I'm glad I glad I came on, Jacob. That's that's great. It's great that you think that. <laughs> Um, but i think i think i think there is something there is something very very interesting in the fact that like this is the uh most diverse most most uh ethnically ra- racially diverse um cabinet that we've ever had in this country um yet um in many ways you know selling uh i mean i mean well di- directly deporting immigrants mm. in 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 many many situations and then obviously in a world of brexit um also looking to deport more and more people are looking to sort of shut the door on more and more people but but to have so many of those be you know either immigrants or the, the children of immigrants um yeah which i think is just um i suppose it says a lot i mean it it says a lot about the countries from which those people came i mean you know think, for example rishi sunak i mean you know india is a is a extremely conservative yeah. uh country yeah, um, i was going to ask about that because actually i guess like when people say if it well, i think when like I, I i guess quite naive sort of leftish especially young people go oh well I, I wouldn't wouldn't all immigrants be like more like and it's like i guess the answer really is sort of no because like mm-hmm. a lot like firstly not everyone who migrates here from india is poor like mm-hmm. by quite a distance and like not and even if they are or even if they are like there are still people who are like it's kind of like if you have if even if you're poor but you've had like a, you have like a phd you're still more you're still going to be more able to kind of acquire what you need to acquire material wealth here than you do mm-hmm. if you were like working class and you came over it's it is still a different and I know, like, I know that India has like quite heavy class-based society itself, and like different bits of it are more have like different kinds of society to other places because it's fucking enormous, and a billion people live there. That's the mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's also just you know yeah. a, a country that that was uh, invented. You know, it was, it was it was largely India was largely invented uh, as as the 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 British left in the early 20th century. And it was largely invented as an anti-Islamic state. It was largely invented as a, as a space that was like forcing immigrants out. Uh, so forcing uh, Muslims out and, and creating immigrants. Um, I, you know, I think it says a lot that I, I know, you know in my, in my life, in my networks, I know one uh, UKIP voter um, and that is my Indian grandfather <laughs> my, he lives in lives in Walthamstow you know he's he's um but he's the, the the one sort of explicitly Islamophobic 
um, anti-immigration anti-immigration person <laughs> that I know um, came here from India in, in the 1960s. Um, so <laughs> I know I'm so woke. Even my racists are brown. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, you don't want that to be true, but it kind of, it shouldn't, if you think about it, it shouldn't be that surprising. Mm. But like people who, if you, who grow, who, who sort of develop an identity as like being from a place that is explicitly anti another kind of person. Like I've, I have noticed that, um, to tell you how much I spend, I spend way too much time on the internet, as we all do now. You know, <laughs> see me, I've got nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is nothing else. I have noticed that of all the kind of like, the, the, the like, obviously everyone has become very seriously online over the course of the pandemic, uh, which is no good for anyone. Um, but I have noticed that, that of all the kind of nationalist tweeters who just like, if you sort of mention the name of the country in a tweet or something like that, they like name search it and like fucking all mm. turn up is that like easily some of the worst ones are the, the in the like current crop of like i think are they called the Hind- hindi vata is that what they're called believe yeah that, I is, believe that, the, so. is I... that the ideology i can't remember what it mm. is but it's like it's like hindu chauvinism where they're just yeah. like everyone muslim is like an animal and you're like yeah whoa yeah that, that's even... that's grandpa <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> is grandpa a baddie oh god <laughs> look i mean it's interesting, interesting that i'm the one that, i was like is your indian grandpa a baddie but bear in mind like i'm just sitting here i'm just like hey i wonder what happened with my ancestors who knows i know what they think and it's all bad i I think he's too powerless to be a baddie. Yeah, I th- I agree. I think like baddies require like a level of there needs to be malevolence plus the ability to act on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ability, uh, ability, and desire. Yeah. Um, I think like I think that my gran, who is lovely to me, has <laughs> some views that I would prefer that she didn't. And actually, I have attempted more than once to talk her down from but i don't know that she's a baddie because she doesn't have Mm -hmm. any it is based like primarily from ignorance and also she doesn't have any like she doesn't she's not actually going to make the world worse for someone she's just gonna like she's just gonna sort of like say dumb shit yeah 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 definitely i'm I'm also that's the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> keen, also she's keen, 90 <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and I'm, I'm keen keen not to uh keen for this this uh very serious policy not to um <laughs> exist <laughs> i i don't want the policy to be anyone that disagrees with me is a baddie <laughs> um, which uh you know because that's already uh, that's already policy. bad we're already and also we're, we're already verging on baddie territory by saying that is the yeah 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 exactly yeah. exactly and and you know the way that social media is currently built means that like that is already the way that we look at the world is is that like any yeah any, anyone anyone that disagrees with us is is awful mm. um and we've while, already said, you know yeah. we've I already don't said that wanna... isn't one so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly um and so, Grandpa, if you are listening, um, how did you find this? <laughs> but, Grandpa, if but you also, are listening, you're not a baddie. Yeah. Grandpa, uh, Grandpa Martin, if you are listening, <laughs> my God, you you really do support your grandson's work, and that is <laughs> that is that's wonderful. I you you're listening to a podcast very few listeners just to hear his voice that's amazing uh, <laughs> i hope he calls you regularly and that's the... <laughs> and grandpa if you are listening i, I guess i'll call you soon <laughs> <laughs> that is to be fair that is the sort of shit that like grandparents do though like you don't know and then they'll just be like so i listen to your thing and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah my grand found a youtube video of me doing stand-up and then like immediately sent it to loads of people and i was just like and people are oh, your grandson i'm like i didn't know that she could do i was like i didn't know she could do that uh, <laughs> yeah. didn't know she when did you learn that yeah uh, but also 
I guess anything on YouTube is for, but it was basically, it was the video that I was using to try and get gigs and I accidentally said it's public. So it was right. weird because I, it's weird because like it should be good because I am, it is the one, the thing that I'm using as a, I was using as a calling card to try and get work. But at the same time, there was something that made me not want it to be for like, I, I still want to do it at some level control who saw it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, especially when just, you know, just on a grandparent level, (laughs) just a degree of like, um, I don't trust them to be able to effectively use uh, the medium of of YouTube and Facebook to (laughs) to share this without something bad happening at the end of it. Well, I think what it is as well is that that there's a level at which whilst I do believe that my comedy is for everyone and it really is. And again, future (laughs) listeners, you're going to be loving it all the time. (laughs) <laughs> it's not entirely for my gran and her friend like elizabeth <laughs> sure. like it's not like not there's a level of like tonal that will get lost in translation and when they say well i saw your skit and i thought it was very entertaining i'm like this is a lie isn't it <laughs> <laughs> you've got no idea what's going on with any of it and you've got no reference to any of it either <laughs> so <laughs> What's the in for you in this set? (laughs) Beyond beyond pride. What what whores have you got in this race? (laughs) Um, I think that's pretty much us. So, buddy, thank you so much for allowing me to come onto your island. It's been a lovely time. It's been a pleasure, buddy. Thanks so much for listening. Um, If you are enjoying listening, I do urge you to subscribe to the pod. Um, Button and viewers up. We're we're doing okay at the moment, actually. But, you know, every new subscription is very nice for me. I get a little notification, get a little dopamine hit. It's a real rush. Why not tune in next time?